Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Before we get to those stories, if someone says, I got some good news and I got some bad news, what do you want first? Good news. You want the good news? If there's bad news, I don't want any of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, the good news is I have your $20 that I owe you. Yay. What's the bad news? Your house is getting repossessed. Mm. No, I don't know. I mean, really. (laughs) Wait, I don't think that's how it works. No. (laughs) You're giving me. (sighs) But they ask people. The good news is, I have your $20. The bad news is, I need it back because I got to pay for lunch. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with that. Okay. All right. They ask people that question, though. Like, what do you want first? You want good news first? You want bad news first? 57% say they want the bad news first. You know what? Really? Yeah, man. Just lay it on me. Give me the bad news first. I'll deal with it one way or another. And what will help me deal with it will be the good news. Unless the good news is something that you're just making up to try to make the bad news seem less bad. Yeah. I want the high first. Something weird about me is like, I want you to tell me so I could be really happy about the good news. All right. And then, and then have the, the rug pulled out. And from then right the bad news you. might not floor me as much because I feel so good about the good news. Okay. The good news is that I love you. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> all downhill from here. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. <laughs> What's the bad news? I lost $1,000 of our money at the casino. Oh. Right. (laughs) Only 29% of folks would rather hear good news than bad news. The rest really weren't sure. But uh, women are noticeably more likely than men to want to hear the bad news first. I don't know. I'm with the women on this. Uh, Lay it on me. You know, let me let me let me deal with it. And any good news from here on in, it's all uphill. 61% of women say they want the bad news first versus 52% of men. All right. Is there anyone out there who can get through an entire workday without mainlining caffeine? No. I've been doing it. I can, but why would I want to? Yeah. Right. I know. The first few days are horrible. First Hmm. few days of coming off of it are just 
brutal. You probably feel very, very tired, don't you? But at the same time, though, I don't have any kind of mid-morning crash. It's like once I get up and through that initial pain and misery, then the rest of the day, I'm okay. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah, I've gone without it, um, but it was not to get off caffeine. It was to just get off the cream and sugar. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I didn't like black coffee, so I just started doing water, and it actually wasn't that bad. But I just love the taste of coffee, and I've learned Same. to reduce the amount of cream and sugar I put in it over the years. I just if, keep yeah. scaling back as I go. If I don't have it in the morning, it's not the end of the world for me. But no. I do, I can't be but like, man, it's nice. Yeah, but I'm like, why am I a little tired? Oh, I didn't drink any coffee today, and then I realize, like, oh, I do kind of need that to. Really, really get me going. Feel like it sharpens you a little bit. Yeah. Well, according to this survey, this is this is this seems like a lot even to me. Workers put down an average of two and a half caffeinated drinks every single day. That adds up to around twelve or thirteen cups of coffee, energy drinks, teas, or sodas per work week. And that may be part of the reason we're not sleeping all that well, because the average employee only sleeps Six and a half hours a night, I must be a, a weirdo because six and a half hours a night of sleep sounds pretty good to me. I can live on six me and a too. half hours. Uninterrupted six and a half hours, I am gold. Sure. I, I'm living on six, but I would prefer nine. I'm, I'm <laughs> nine. with nine. Nine? Yes. Oh right there with Tim. Oh my God. Look at me. I am not the healthiest person. I need to get some beauty sleep. Uh, no. I need to rejuvenate. Six and That's a half hours. That's when your body hours? heals. Your nine. body heals when you're sleeping. Right? Nine hours. I had mudslide uh, hummus last night or brownie batter hummus. I'm like, this is my healthy treat. I'm going to have a spoonful of this brown hummus. And it was so good. That you ate the whole thing? That I was up all night because it's chocolate has caffeine in it. Caffeine, yeah. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm. Yeah, and I slept like three hours last night. Look at me. Three hours is different. You look the same as when you get nine hours of sleep. <laughs> See, I feel like when I get a lot of sleep, like if I got nine hours of sleep, I would be dragging the entire yeah. day. Oh God, that would be, be the dream. Yeah, it'd but think dream. about going to bed at midnight and waking up at nine a.m. I don't, I I don't think, think I could even to, sleep till nine. Go to, go to bed at ten and get up at seven. Beautiful. I might be able to do that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think that's the prior, the hard part for me is like sleeping past eight o'clock a.m. Am yeah, I that old never now? happens. That never. When you have a kid, you don't sleep no. past eight. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I barely even sleep past seven. Even if she's still sleeping, I'm up at like six forty-five. Like, hey, she's asleep. We should do stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get it. The threshold for me is about six hours. Anything less than that, I'm kind of hurting. But if I can, if I can get at least six hours, I'm good. Seven is my ideal. 
That's yeah. what I need to feel like a new man. I'm the yeah. million dollar man, baby. And I feel awesome because I got that. But this here says the average employee only sleeps six and a half. We feel like at least two days a week we're not operating at peak performance because we're tired. And for me, that's usually on Thursdays and Fridays. Because on Wednesday nights, I don't usually get that minimum of six hours mm-hmm. of sleep that I kind of need uh hey turning our attention now to napping <laughs> if you're not getting enough sleep and you need to take a nap during the day yeah not even a real nap like a fake nap like when your baby has a dirty diaper there are really no sweeter words in the world than to hear your partner say i'll change it i got this According to a new survey, almost one in three parents say they have faked a nap to avoid changing a diaper. I've sure faked sleep for other reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Not to cheat. I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. I'm like, can I just stay in bed, please? One day, just one day I'd like to sleep in. And then he has to do all the work when the kid gets up. One out of four have gone out to run a fake errand. <laughs> to get so out of avoid. a poopy diaper? To get out of a poopy diaper. I bet he, he's done that to me. Uh, you know, that fake errand is like he got in the car and he drove to the park and he took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my fake errand is I'm going to go up to UDF and play on my phone right. for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> the survey also found 94% of parents have changed a diaper in a car. Just some diaper statistics here. These are kind of random. I prefer changing the diaper in the car sometimes over the gas station slash yeah. changing table in public. How do you feel about those store dressing rooms? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. I'll change her in the car every day of the week. What about not even the family changing room? No. Sometimes no. I think that, and I am. I think they're worse. Yeah, I feel like they're gross. It's filth. I mean, it's filth. Even if they keep it pretty clean, yeah. Yeah. there's still filth because you've got kids. Yeah. Kids have a ton of germs. Pee and poop. At least in your car, it's your filth. Yeah, exactly. Right. I feel that way. Hmm. She's getting a little tall to change her in the car, but man, when she was a baby, like Scott would be like, do you want to take her to the bathroom? And I'm like, no, I'm taking her to the car. Mm-hmm. Like. We're going out there to that minivan we got. Well, it's a SUV, but minivan. Well, this is kind of random, but 6% of dads say they've actually fallen asleep with a dirty diaper in their hand. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. That's pretty tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done that, but I've been pretty tired. Uh, if you've been at a party or a barbecue this summer, chances are you've probably seen someone drinking uh, a White Claw, a Bon and Vive, uh, truly, you know, these are spiked, uh, sorry, Vibe, what did I say? Yeah, Vive. Yeah, Bon and Vive, truly, White Claw, the so-called spiked seltzers are flavored alcoholic seltzers, and those are the brands which are basically uh, Zima, or the grandchildren of and apparently they're the drink of the summer because the sales are skyrocketing right now. Spiked seltzer sales were up 169% last year. And this year, they keep going up. 
including a 30% jump in just the past month. I thought Zemo is the greatest invention ever when I was in college. It's really cheap, too. Just malt liquor, right? I feel like it's different when you, in my opinion, because I do drink a ton of that hard seltzer. Like I've had all the brands, all of them, and I love them all. And they're all different kind of in their own like sweetness level. Mm -hmm. But with Zima, to me, it just felt a little more syrupy or thicker or something versus like drinking. This feels more like a pop, a carbonated. Yeah. Even it's less to- sugar than that. It's totally yeah. different. Yeah, there's only two, I think, grams of sugar in one can. Mm. Mm. It's And, you know, my challenge with it is that I do sometimes drink it like water. And then I'm like, I am bombed. you got to really bring it in and on how fast you drink them. It'll sneak up on yeah, you. Yeah, because I drink those like cans of Dasani wild berry water. And they taste just the same except for they have alcohol in them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're lighter than beer, which is part of the reason why they're so popular. They're lighter than beer. The cans make them more convenient than wine. They're pretty low in calories. Uh, They got a pretty good flavor, and the cans look good in Instagram photos. (laughs) Yeah. So they're very popular right now. I prefer the uh, the spiked corn. (laughs) Fermented spiked corn. Delicious, in my opinion. Yes, I mean, new study asked people if they'd rather be replaced at their job by a robot or another human. If you were if you were gonna be replaced, would you rather be replaced by a robot or a human? Robot. <laughs> really? Why do you say that? I would think most people would select the human. Because you can't compete with a robot. Good morning. Right? Yeah. You, nobody's gonna want to listen to a robot. It's seven thirty. I'm Fritch. <laughs> it's really gonna make you miss me if, well, I if love, I send love. a robot in. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like asking a woman, you're ne- you know, do you want to be dumped by your boyfriend or replaced by a girl that's hotter than you or an inflatable doll? What inflatable are we going to pick? Doll. Inflatable doll every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't compare yourself to that and say he's getting a better deal. Now he's not. Correct. Yeah, but what's more humiliating is that he replaced you with a hot woman or an inflatable doll? Yeah, but I feel like if he chose the inflatable doll, I could be like, and now he's dating a doll. Like, what did I ever see in that guy? Uh, you know, I don't I know. Could, you I picked could, him. I could exactly, <laughs> but I could dumb him down a little. Well, if I were going to lose my job, I'd rather lose it to someone else who can benefit from the job than a robot. At least I'd feel better that somebody's enjoying that opportunity. Uh, but they asked people this question, and only thirty-seven percent went with the human. If they were going to be replaced, the other two-thirds would rather be replaced by a robot. So, basically, as much as people hate the idea of being replaced by robots, at least we respect what they can do that we can't. But our egos, in most cases, or at least for this two-thirds, just can't handle the idea that another person could do our job better than us. I got a juicer. I got this big industrial juicer. You know, you put the fruit or the vegetable in here. Here's the spout. That's where the juice comes out. This side's the bad side. A bin and a clear lid. You don't want nothing over there. So the first thing I tried to make, this is true, was banana juice. Not knowing there's no moisture anywhere inside a banana. You can blend a banana, but you can't juice a banana. I didn't know this, so I put my first banana. Bam! Okay. 
clearly there's a lag time here. But the second, all right, I'm going to have to be patient. So I thought, well, maybe that's how juicing works. You know, maybe it takes a while for the, the machine to catch up. I fed seven bananas in a row. When does that delicious banana nectar start trickling into this glass? So I just took the lid off and I started eating the banana pulp, which is very similar to eating a banana. It's like eating banana off the cob. Thank you. Brian Regan, have you played that audio of that on the air yet? Of your, uh, what do you call that? It's not even a blender. Is that like a magic bullet? Yeah, my nature bullet. Yeah. I have seen. so freaking loud, isn't it? I've seen Tim jump out of oh, his God. skin because he's sitting right over there next <laughs> to you. I don't mind that you do it. I totally tried to cool. warn him. I'm supporting you in your health. <laughs> But uh, when you don't know it's coming, it is a it's jolt. It's startling, isn't yeah. it? I know. It is the loudest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Nuts. And I've worked in restaurants. Right. I know. That is unreal. Can we fire it up? You want to fire it up real quick? Yeah, I just want to hear. Well, I don't have anything in it, so I don't That's think a, it's going oh, yeah. to make the noise. Oh, it won't still, make the noise? The motor yeah. will still Yeah, run. do the motor. But it, well, yeah. Well, just put it on. All right. With that. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, here we go. Let me mic this. Okay. much louder though with the the actual fruit in it yeah it? these mics just don't do it justice well because yeah. the fruit is frozen and that's like hitting the, uh-huh. the knives the and it's like, <laughs> yeah when it's got stuff in it it's like deafening yeah <laughs> luckily i only need to run it for about 40 45 seconds yeah. to pretend we have one of those at home and like one of the mom hacks i do is i make our kid green eggs so I put eggs and spinach in our, it's not Nutribullet, but it's like the different. Ninja. Yes. In the Ninja. And our kid is like, no, mommy. Cause it's like, <laughs> it is loud. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to hate the sound. When I was a kid, I used to hate the sound of the vacuum whenever my mother would vacuum. Oh really? I, I was afraid of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was like, it may as well have been a train coming right. at me. Yeah. But uh, I remember when my mother was like trying to get me over my fear, she said, you know, I'm going to teach you how to use this so that you can be in control of it. I'm like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I knew, I was vacuuming. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, what is the number one thing you want your kids to be when they grow up? The number one thing you want your kids to be when they grow up. I would imagine most parents would just say happy, right? Happy, healthy and, and happy. Healthy. Yeah. Happy and healthy. And yeah. those were the number two, the top two answers on the board. Uh, if your answer is wealthy, you're in the minority. They asked 1,500 parents to name the top things they want for their kid. And not only did wealthy not make the top, it didn't make the top 10. Uh, after happy and healthy, uh, number three was to have a stable, happy family life. So stability. That could in- potentially include, you know, not wealthy, but, but not millions of dollars. Right. right. Have money. Is aware sure. on that list? I want my child to be aware. Yeah. Aware nope. of what? Also, the <laughs> world, people, the other surroundings, uh, self-sufficient. To be loved. Is that on the list? (laughs) To be kind. You're going to be disappointed. To find a career they enjoy. These are all good things. 
to be respected by their friends and colleagues, mm-hmm. to be lucky in love and not have their heart broken. Oh, you got to be realistic about that. <laughs> to find it. Oh, yeah, honey, I love you. But <laughs> I know. Uh, to find a passion outside of work mm. and to have a fulfilling social life. So those are the things that parents want for them. No, nothing about being rich or even self-sufficient. Well <laughs> taken empathy. care of. Having empathy, that's not on the list. No. Being able to put yourself kind. in other people's shoes. No. And realize, hey, you're being a you-know-what right now. Yeah. <laughs> Compassion. I think Would self-aware is under? a big one, too, though. Like, kind. when you travel... Do you notice a lot of times that children are just unaware of where they are? Their surroundings. It's like at the food buffet. It's like you don't walk up in front of someone. Did you not see this line of people? Just little stuff like that. So being aware is important. Or teaching your kid like, there's the wall. Don't run into it. Oh, I thought you meant like being aware of where the exits were. Well, that's part of it. But I was being more like just be aware of who you are and where you are and why you are. and Right. Yeah, All of That's those. A, that is important. Hmm. Now you're getting deep, man. What is my purpose? Why am I here? Be aware you're in the left lane. There's 14 cars behind you going to move the <laughs> F over. Like, be aware. In other words, step outside of planet U every once in a while. Oh, this is interesting. Um, we may have gotten to a point where colleges have finally priced themselves out of the market. Mm. Like too high? It's crazy expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've raised tuition 200% over the past couple decades. That'll do that. Uh, They do studies on this stuff. And they talk to people under the age of 21. Half of the people under the age of 21 today say they don't believe that college is necessary anymore. And 89%, 89% of these people under 21 have considered doing something other than a traditional four-year college, like trade online schools. courses, trade schools. Sure. Trade schools. I know the trades are hurting. We're going to be in trouble here, guys, in You're a not few kidding. years. You're absolutely right. There are, no, there are just not a lot of 20-somethings and 30-somethings that are contractors or plumbers or... Heating and air conditioning. Any of those. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, when when the guys that retire, when they age out, there's not another generation. Not enough to, no. and to do all the jobs. When you call these you know, these plumbers or these electricians or vendors and you find yourself... On you a know, waiting On list. a wait. Yeah, I mean, that is part of it. Is it just... There's not a... A lot of qualified talent And you can make a great living at doing those things. Yeah, because that's what they got to incentivize people with. Mm -hmm. My mother's having some work done on her house in Florida, and it's been going a lot slower just because it's tough for this guy to keep people on his payroll. You know, good people, quality people. Um. So, you know, that's kind of the attitude of people under the age of 21 is they're looking at other options besides a traditional four-year college. You know, they see people that have been in debt for decades and what that's costing them, and they're still trying to dig themselves out of their student loans, and they're questioning, you know, the real value of having a four-year degree and how that's going to impact their life. And it's timely that we're talking about this because my mother was – 
I was talking to her over the weekend and she said, you know, I don't think that if you had gone to college, I did, I went for like a semester to a community college before I, I quit and I just worked full time. And uh, I was struggling with that because my work hours were crazy and I was trying to do it all. And I'm just one of those people. Some people can do it. I just am not able to juggle that many balls in the air and be successful at it. You know, I got to pick one and focus my attention on that to do it well. And so I made the choice to go to work and it worked out for me. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of her point. She said, I don't think that if you had gone to a four-year college, it would have made a difference. And I said, the only difference that it would have made is I think it would have just offered me more choices. I'm not saying I I don't love what I do. not saying I haven't had a blast doing it. And I've been very lucky. I've been kind of an exception to the rule where I've been able to make a living doing this. But I think... That with that four-year degree, at least for me, it would have given me more choices, maybe a more diverse work background. Oh, yeah. How much do parents push college these days, though? Like, if you are, that's why I'm serious, though. Like, if you have a high school senior or junior or something. They're pushing it. They are? Yeah. 96% of parents say they absolutely positively still expect their kids to go to college. I, I feel maybe I'm like the next generation of parenting because I feel like I want my kid to do like, I don't feel like she has to go to college in order to have a career. You know, so like maybe if she wants knows? to be a cosmetologist or that's some, great or something else, and then absolutely. And who knows where the world is going to be in the next right. 16 years with Penelope. Correct. You've got some time. We have no idea what it's going to be like. I think yeah. looking back to like, I mean, it was a long time ago, but like our high school days, it was you got to go to college. Oh, yeah. My there, dad there, was like, you're going. There was never. And I'm talking within the school, too. Like when you met with your counselor or your advisor, there yeah. wasn't any discussion of. Hey, this is what you do if you want to be an electrician. Yeah. And here's what you do if you want to, you know, get into uh, the trades or be an apprentice with some sort. There was That wasn't even discussed or there was no pamphlet that said that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just you're going to go to college. And that's well, it. I, there were so many kids in my small town that the military was oh, their yeah. only choice. Which no. is a great choice as well. Because they couldn't, I mean, they couldn't afford to go to college. Yeah. So it was either... You know, live with mom and dad and find a job after graduation or go into the military. We had lots that did that. And in in those days, in the period of time that you're talking about, you know, we weren't involved in anywhere near the amount of conflicts right. we find ourselves in today. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite as scary of a commitment as it is now. Right. Mm-hmm. Hard work, hustle, a little bit of schmoozing. Being an upright citizen, all those things are also very helpful. Find, well, find something you love to do. I feel, though, too, though, that looking for jobs now, though, I feel like almost all of them do sometimes require some kind of education. You know what I mean? Like sometimes requ- like jobs, even like getting some kind of job downtown, they're like, do you know, where did you graduate from college? Do you have a four year degree? Like they make you have it require some kind of specialized education or the four-year degree that you're talking about. just the four-year degree, which is sad sometimes. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.